we on a little time schedule here because Sean Michelle will be joining us around 9 10. So we're going to put the pedal to the metal. Okay. And somebody who got their medal, somebody who got their dollars, we got to call him Danny Dollars, not Danny Dollars. Guy got dollars. Let me hold a dollar, please. Okay. So an NFL insider on Daniel Jones, $160 million contract. I have no idea what the Giants are thinking, but do you agree with this insider? And Anthony, if you want to do the honors and kick us off, all means. Um, I think the Giants did what they what they what they had to do in that situation. Um, I mean, because realistically, who else who else was they going to get to 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 play quarterback? Who 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 really is worth more? Right? Are you going to go get Derek Carr? Yeah, I mean, we literally just watched him get benched. So you really going to re- replace uh, Daniel Jones with him? Daniel Jones is coming off of having his best season, and now you're talking about a whole nother season working with uh with Brian Daywall. Um, you know, there's a guy who just uh got cut by the Vikings who I would love to see the Giants go after, uh, Adam Thielen. You know, you throw him in there, help help Daniel Jones out because again, the Giants don't have have many receivers. So, but yeah, the other option where you're gonna go try to get Aaron Rodgers, you're gonna all that money on Aaron Rodgers' contract for him to stay for for two years, maybe. And then what? Now you now you back in the same situation. Now you got to find a whole new quarterback. So yeah, you know, they had to give Daniel Jones the money. Um, I think if they get a get another um, two receivers that are like if they can get a a, a good one receiver, and um and then maybe sign a veteran like Adam Thielen, I think that Daniel Jones will make another leap this season. Zay. Um, you know, I think, you know, when I saw the contract initially, I was confused because when it said 160 million, um, the initial report said 160 million guaranteed. I said, oh, well, 160 million guaranteed. What what is going on here? Um, after the information came out, small, uh, slowly but surely, um, 82 million guaranteed the first two years after that, they have the option to like kind of, uh, get rid of his, get rid of his contract or, or restructure or, um extend this contract so the, the cap hit isn't as crazy as it's supposed to be i think the first year is like a nine million cap hit so now the next year they're able to create cap space they go after receivers go after weapons on our offense so we can thrive i think that was the best thing the best case scenario for the giants is to resign daniel jones bring back saquon barkley hopefully you know on the franchise tag it doesn't end there hopefully they still having contract talks to extend this contract for to keep saquon barkley there for the long haul um, that defense is still there. You know, they're still young and scrappy. And, um, you know, you just, you just hope that they have the Caspies to bring in a receiver, a top guy, a, a vet. Rather, it has to be a vet. You know, I think they could have got a receiver through the draft, which is fine. They need a veteran a receiver out there, uh, a veteran star. You know, it got to be a guy who's who's been, who's been in a spotlight before um, on a team that thrives on offense. There's a, lot, there's a couple guys out there that can be the number one for the Giants. Um, you know, there's a lot of names out there. You know, people were talking about T. Higgins at one point. People were talking about now people were talking about uh, D Hop, um, um, Thielen from the Vikings that just got um cut. So there's a lot of names out there. Keenan Allen, apparently he's out there still. So there's there's a there's a couple guys that could that could fit into the Giants mold, be the number one receiver. Um, but I I believe that you know the insider scene. I don't know what the Giants are thinking. I think no, that's false. I think like I said, the language of the contract didn't come out initially. So a lot of people are like, what the heck is going on? Why bring back Daniel Jones? I think Ant said it best that who do you bring in? Like who who's the name that you bring in that? automatically makes the Giants better and it, it just enhances the offense that has no weapons as it is. Daniel Jones, you can make the argument, has yet to play with a number one or a number two receiver um, you know, on, on an offense and they just went to the playoffs and beat the Vikings. So I think for me, 
you have to give a kid a shot. Give a kid a shot with weapons. See what he what he's capable of doing when you have someone outside of Saquon Barkley as your top weapon on the offense and see what he's made of, see what he could possibly do. Um, I think, you know, he showed tremendous strides from his first couple seasons on the table. And I think this year we'll see a more aggressive quarterback with weapons on the football field where receivers are being doubled now, tripled, because I think all that season you could probably see when you watch the Giants game, if you watch the Giants game at all, that a lot of guys are on single coverage or even left a wide open because you're not worried about them. And then now if you got D-Hop out there, you got a potential uh, Thielen, Keenan Allen, you can't single coverage these guys. These guys are rip your defense apart. That leaves a lot of guys open, wide open, creating more opportunities for the Giants to score way more points. I think it was a fantastic job on the Giants uh, front office to get the contract structured correctly so they're able to add weapons to this offense, to this team, so they can make um, beyond just a uh, playoff push that they made. They want to, they want more. Dable wants more. And I think this is going to help the Giants propel forward for the uh, near future. I would love to see them sign Hopkins, Dillon, and then draft the wide receiver in the second round. Yeah, they need a lot of wide receivers. Like, they need to go wide receiver shopping. And what I mean by shopping, you know how it is when you go shopping. You get the bags. You get the, you know, different stores, different designers. You go shopping. That's what they need to do when it comes to wide receivers. Now, look, I agree, um, Zay. The last point that you made, um, actually, before the last point that you made, you said something about the language of the contract, and I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. But I think this insider should have read the language or waited for the language of the contract to come out before he went yappity yap yap yap. But with that being said, yes, hell yeah, I disagree with this clown over here, this idiot insider. You know, when you think about things from this perspective, I hate the fact that a lot of people made it seem like Daniel Jones was a psychopath for asking for $45 million. Like, they made it seem like he was a psychopath. Like, you go on radio shows, these cats is flaming him. I'm like, yo, when y'all trying to negotiate y'all contracts, y'all got nobody up y'all ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should make this and that. So don't be doing that, okay? Like, he's not an idiot. He knows the quarterback market and how the quarterback market operates. And anybody who understands capitalism in this country should understand why he wanted $45 million, even if he's not worth it, okay? But nevertheless, I always said, and I said on the show, exactly, Zay, that when the Giants was trying to give him $35 to $39 million in between there and he wanted $45, I said, you know what? They're going to meet at the common ground, $40 mil mark. Little Shadamas on the mic. They did. So, look, when you think about it, the Giants had no choice. You know, they had to get a deal done with Jones. Um, Tagging Jones would have restricted the team's cap space. So Daniel Jones will now count only $66 million on the cap over the next two seasons compared to $71.3 million if he were tagged twice. So also tagging him, you know, would have came at a detriment. We all know the Saquon Barkley, who is the vocal point of the offense and now, you know, um, is creating more voice to fill at the running back spot for the Giants. So basically the Giants were able to use a $10 million franchise tag on Saquon now. So now that the Giants retain Saquon and Jones at a combined $31.1 million, the cap hit is less. When you think about the quarterback franchise tag would have been $32.4 million, which is like for Daniel Jones in itself. So the fact that they're combined $31 million, you franchise tag him, that's $32 million on, on Daniel Jones alone. And you lose Saquon. So they had to make this deal happen. Like, I don't see no other way. The Giants don't have any money guaranteed in his third year of his contract. So realistically, after 2024, 
they can get out of his contract with cap savings. So the way how they work this contract is not only beneficial to Daniel Jones when you talk about the yearly salary of it, the $40 million a year, but realistically speaking, it's beneficial to them as well. So it's a win-win. Saquon Barkley is back. He got the tag. You can say he's a loser, kind of, because he deserves more, but he's, you know, on the Giants still. So I guess you could say that's a minor W. Everybody wins here. And that's why this deal is a good deal. And this insider right here is an idiot. But, yeah, we might as well move on. Any last, um, one last thing? One last thing yeah. about the Giants. You know, I think, you know, it's like it's it's interesting because where does where do we see Daniel Joe Sealing moving forward? When people think $40 million quarterbacks, we're thinking taking teams to the NFC Championship, AFC Championship, we're taking teams to next levels. And that's why when people say overpay, when people said overpay, they're focused on where has he taken to the team recently? You know, is his talent capable of taking this team above and beyond? You know, I think a lot of people don't understand that maybe uh, Daniel Jones was given the short stick of the straw, of the, of the bunch. He was given a, a, a shorthanded. He wasn't given the best resources to succeed and maybe just maybe with everything that's being restructured and changed up now they're giving them an opportunity to do something with hopefully weapons that come in with the giants and you know that's when we'll see the full extent and full potential of what daniel jones can possibly be we know he's able to move on his feet we know he has an arm um you know he has sometimes has he had uh vision woes where he's throwing interceptions left and right but nonetheless, you see the spurts of talent that Daniel Jones possesses. It's only now can we see him do that with weapons that the Giants potentially can acquire. And I think, like I said, it was a smart signing because if you're able to bring in some free agents, somebody, and want to be the superstar of the league. But if you could bring in some type of talent to put around this kid, you may just see the best potential version of himself. And you may see probably the second best quarterback in the NFC East, potentially. Not yet, but potentially. Yeah, and I think when you talk about those naysayers about, you know, obviously this guy's not a better quarterback than Mahomes. Why is Mahomes only making $45 million a year and he's making 40 But for those people who know how the quarterback market works, they want to ask that question, those naysayers out here, because um, it's all about timing. You know, when the Chiefs gave Mahomes that contract, which looked like an overpaid then, is now an underpay, it was just the timing. And I'm going to use this analogy. When you talk about hip-hop, the greatest rappers of all time, you know, you can argue Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, you know, KRS-One, they didn't reap the benefits of the profits of hip-hop because they founded hip-hop and hip-hop wasn't as popular. So they didn't make as much money as rappers today that you put them in a room with KRS-One and um, Rakim, they're getting sliced. But they making more money because it's more profitable. The salary cap is only going to go up. The quarterback market, guys that are mid-level, second tiers, and third tiers are going to get paid like second and first tiers. That's just how the market is. Like, it's all about timing. Imagine Michael Jordan with social media. We're not having no debate about who's the GOAT. <laughs> you know, he got social media on his side. So everything is about timing. And right now, Daniel Jones was in the perfect time. And that's why, can you call it an overpay? Sure. But that's why it's an overpay. It is what it is. I wouldn't even say that it's an overpay, though, because let's say Daniel Jones doesn't make the playoffs. You probably pay him $30 million a year if, if you were going to keep him, right? But now when you take into effect that 
He didn't have his best season yet. Not only got to the playoffs, but got a win in the playoffs um, as as the lower seed. So now it's like, yeah, you now we're projecting, you know, for what he's going to be able to do moving forward. But that's also contingent on what we do at wide receiver. And if we bring in some guys to really get the full potential out of this kid, because, you know, some of the best quarterbacks in the world have down seasons, you know, when, when guys like Devontae Adams leave. So, you know, you add some talent to that to that offense, and then you see, all right, we gave him that 40 million a year. Nah, it, it, was, it was worth that 40 million a year. Oh, yeah. You know, me, I don't think it's an overpay. Most people do. That's why I said, you know, could you say slightly, slightly, depending on how you feel about Daniel Jones. Me, I'm higher on Daniel Jones than anybody on the show. Um, I said that before publicly on the record. I really think he got game. Um, you know, I think when you talk about Daniel Jones, like the moment that the Giants gave him something of competence, and it wasn't a lot, like he had no number one or two wide receiver. Um, Isaiah Hodgins and um, you know, Darius Slayton, who always dropping passes. Number three that's nothing that. to work with. Was number you know, three. Richie James, you know, all them guys over there, but you gave him a coach, and the moment he got a coach and Brian Dable, who's able, by the way, turn off your cable. You know, um, he was able to look formidable. Now, imagine you giving him, you know, updated wide receiving core. He could take that next leap. So that's why I think they did a good job of, you know, just making a tough situation because it's tough. You know, like they have to feel good about Daniel Jones. We can sit here and feel good about him. They got to feel good about him. It was not an easy situation, but they made it work. And now they're on the move. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We're, we, we're slinging shows left and right. Slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question. Something you may want to answer. Something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.